Hey guys, welcome back to Apparently Transparent. What's up everyone? Our second freaking podcast. Yes. We are here, bitches. <laughs> I'm Chrissy. This is Amanda. And our second episode today is going to be about karma. Yeah, I'm excited for this topic. We were kind of going back and forth about what we should talk about. And then we were like, karma, yes. Yeah, I think karma um, is so underrated. I um, feel like it's something people don't, you don't think about. Mm -hmm. But it really does play a role in your life when you start looking at things and looking yes. at experiences. Exactly. But I feel like always comes back to bite people. Yes. And I, you see it within yourself, but you always see it also with other people. Mm -hmm. When you've like seen people that are like fucked up and you're yeah. like, karma's going to get them. And then yeah. you see them like a year or two. And now listen, this isn't like wishing bad upon somebody because I never do that. I never want to be. No, but I always. Right. But you know, when you see someone, there's that's certain things that bad have qualities. to be somebody's karma. Yes. And you just see those bad qualities and you're like, you know what? And that's how you can sometimes find closure in things too, where you feel yeah. like you don't have to like win the battle. You're just like, you know what? I'm going to let the universe karma do its thing, baby. Yes. Because sometimes for me as a woman, you have to, I personally feel like sometimes I want to have the last word. Oh, I yeah. want to, you know what I'm saying? I need to be right. And sometimes it's just better to just let go. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes like arguing. That's part of growth and maturity. Yeah. No, it is for real. That's when you know you're kind of growing up mm -hmm. and maturing when you know like, okay, I'm not going to fight. Like, let me just let it go. Yeah. Also, don't have the energy. Pick your battles. <laughs> like, yeah. A bitch is tired to argue. Like when I get in an argument with my baby daddy, let's say, for perhaps, I'm like, I'm so tired. No, let's just let it go. Move on. Yeah, you know? there's some things that aren't worth the argument. Some for sure. The battle. But regardless, in any situation, um, you know, Karma. always trying to be a good person and um, because you want to reap good karma, not bad karma. Yes. Well, let's let's start with what is karma. Yeah, and we like looked up a couple definitions, and this one I was like, this is the one because it broke it down and it made so much sense. So go ahead. Yeah. So this one says the law of karma teaches us that all of our thoughts, words, and actions begin a chain of cause and effect, and that we will personally experience the effects of everything we cause. That was the best definition. Yeah. It really breaks it down for you. Every action has a reaction. Yes. And I love that they said like a chain has a, your actions. There's going to be a cause and effect, right? What you do, what you say, there's going to be a result that happens in some way. And that breaks it down in such a like a obvious way. Like what you're doing on a daily basis, how you're treating mm -hmm. people behind closed doors, what you're saying about people that all, and how you're just like actually treating people, the people in your life. Yeah. You know, I think there's so many times and, and for me personally, I feel like there's so many times when um, I'm a firm believer in karma. And, you know, when I see or experience people who do some, you know, shitty things or do things that I think um, or that I know. Yeah. You're just like, they are fucked up. Yeah. Like I, yes. I know. Okay. You know what? They're going to get their karma yes. and I just need to 
let that be my piece. Mm -hmm. And then oftentimes, you know, let's say fast forward um, years later, I look back and I see these people who, you know, in my opinion, we're going to get these bad karmas and I see their situation. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, their it makes, it makes complete sense to see. And just know like when you are fucked up, when you're living righteous, good things will happen in your life. And I've noticed that just like even not that I was ever a bad person, but I wasn't making good decisions. Right. I was not doing the right thing. When okay. you're vibrating high, yes. you attract higher vibrations. Liter when you're vibrating low, you attract lower vibrations. Exactly. And when I look back at situations of like when I was not doing right, it was like, well, no wonder nothing was going right in my life because I was not right. I was not making choices, actions that are were worthy of good things happening to me. Like a lot of the shit that we bring onto ourselves Sometimes they're like brought onto us by our actions, by our choices. Choices are huge exactly like too. exactly what you said. We bring it onto ourselves. Yes, and like I think that's taking accountability. You know, when you can really look at yourself mm -hmm. and be like, "Okay, I have not been acting right. I've been making poor choices, but I want to do better." That's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. Admitting, yes, accountability is the hardest for most people because. You know, nobody wants to admit when they're wrong and nobody wants to um, take the time to make things right. You know, right. you don't want to admit that you're wrong. wrong. Yeah, you're it's a pride thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's a pride thing. It's people um, just not wanting to live in the reality. And I think, too, when I started living in the reality of my life and realizing, okay. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Things happen. You can be in a situation where you don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? But you can get out of that by your choices, you know, right. like not everything's per per perfect. We're not saying like we're perfect. We make perfect decisions. But when you're conscious of it, mm -hmm. when you start becoming conscious, that is a game changer. It's huge. Yeah. Bingo. It's, it's literally huge. It's like waking up. Wake up. Yeah. It's a game changer. I feel like people too, when it comes to, um, when it comes to karma, okay, you're living in karma. Well, can you touch on what you said? Cause I've never heard this when you, you feel, believe in reincarnation. I never kind of heard it explained this way. Oh, right. So before we started recording, we were kind of talking about, um, karma and, you know, karma is really, um, taught or explained through Buddhism and Hinduism and you know, they're very spiritual um, or more spiritual Yeah, and they believe in reincarnation and I too believe in reincarnation. I believe that our souls are reincarnated um, through, you know, different lives. So I have several past lives and you can carry your karma from your past lives into your current life. That is and reap those. Yeah, that is crazy. When you said that, I was like, if that is, I don't know if I believe that. I'm, I'm curious. I'm interested in that thought process. But that if that is true, that is so interesting. Because if you can look at where you're at right now, you're like, this is because of some who I was in the past. I, this is me coming right. back a different version. My life that I'm living right now is because of maybe bad things I did, maybe good things I did, you know, and what you do now is going to be determining of your afterlife. Whoa. Yeah. Right. And, and more so, so the afterlife. Holy moly. 
Well, and also like, I feel like, so when I started, you know, learning about karma and reincarnation and past life, and um, there was an instance where I have these visions of me getting into a car accident <sighs> and like hitting my head so hard, I like basically die. <laughs> and I was oh like, and I would have them like, are you always like, nervous when you're in the car? Yeah. Well, oh. so it started happening in my 20s. And, um, and so, so I was scary. like, yeah, so I would like be in a car and I would just get these visions. It would be when somebody else was driving. I would get these visions and oh, I someone would else hear, was driving. Yeah. And I would hear myself hitting the window and hearing the crash. Did and you so, die? Yeah. And um, so it'd be like, holy shit. So, I would have these visions and I'm like, God, I must have had this like really vivid dream yes. where I keep getting these flashbacks and I must have been so terrified in my dream that, right. you know, I'm getting scared. And, and so fast forward, so I'm learning about reincarnation and all this stuff. And so I start talking about, um, or they start talking about, you know, when, when people have reoccurring dreams or these visions that it also often means- As a meaning, there's something um, attached to it. Like- you know, experiences from past lives. And so wow. I brought it up. And so um, I did this like pendulum thing where it asked, you know, if this was a real experience from my past life and the pendulum answered yes. And so it kind of confirmed for me that this was a past life experience. Something happened. Yeah. So that kind of gets me to my next point. So then I started, you know, obviously getting more interested in this. And when I started learning more about it, about reincarnation and things like that, um, I started believing, you know, like there were things that I experienced in my childhood and it's like, I feel like when children are born, they're born pure, you know, they don't really have, yes. um, they don't children, deserve, they don't have, they don't sin. Children don't sin. They're perfect angels. That's why we angels of God. They're know? literally angels so, of God. God loves them. Like they're, they say in the, the Bible, children mm -hmm. are like null and void. Like they automatically always go to heaven exactly. because they're children. So I feel like, you know, experiences that I had in childhood, um, were karmas from my past life and Oof. also taught me the lessons that I now have and carried with me into my adult life yeah. where my karmas are much better, right? Like yeah. I, I have, you know, I live by you get what you put out into the universe. Yes. I treat people the way that I want to be treated. And so I feel like I've got I've gotten my karmas. Yes. And um, different. If that makes sense. Yes. And so now. But you've grown from the karmas. Mm -hmm. That's, this is the thing. That's so, the fact that you can say that about yourself, you know that you've made mistakes. The mm -hmm. fact that you've had bad things happen to you, maybe because of a past life, mm -hmm. but you're moving forward. You're conscious of good things that you're doing. Like that's when you are growing. That's when you're evolving. That's when you can say, hey, I fucked up, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to do better now. You know what I'm saying? And if we want to talk about God, that's what God wants us to do. He He accepts that we're not perfect. It says it in the Bible. He knows you're going to sin. Yeah. But if you're actively trying to do better, you know, you're going to bring a good karma. You're going to attract good things. You're going to be good in God's eyes, good in Buddha, whoever you believe in. You know what I'm saying? But it starts with taking accountability. Yeah. And, um, you know, do you want to be the person that is sinning and 
can I ask you something and things like that or do you want to be the person who is living in the light yeah you want to ask me? I want to ask you do you what do you think was the determining factor like when did you realize like I want to make a change in my life hmm I think well well that's getting pretty deep and personal <laughs> um so there were okay well, let's let's break this down. Right. There were several points in my life where I decided I wanted to make a change, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I'm at today. And I'm sure there'll be more points. Oh, in my we're life always where I want to make a change. Every day I want to make a change. Every day, yeah. Like, so, hey, there's a little room of improvement here. Exactly. So I think the first time, like, let's see, my growth process from the beginning, I would say started when I was probably 20, 21. That's young. Mm -hmm. And I decided, you know what? Jeez, I, I was lost in the sauce for like, well, don't get me wrong. I was <laughs> no, still lost in the sauce. But you were aware. Yeah, yeah. But, but I was some sort of awareness. I never wanted to be mm -hmm. broke. I knew that I wanted to work. I knew that I wanted to be independent. I knew that I wanted to. She had big dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I love Now, that. don't get me wrong. I still got distracted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There was still a lot of parties. There was still a lot of boys yes. that distracted me. Right. But. A lot of fuckery. We call it fuckery. Fuckery. Exactly. <laughs> That's what my dad says. Oh, fuckery. Yep. Major fuckery going on. <laughs> I'm dead. I've been there. Shit. But like you said, so it's just you had moments you've always been aware. I think for me, we definitely I've hit several milestones or, or growth spurts yeah. over my lifespan. And I think that honestly, I think every time I grow, I just wake up one day and I'm like, this no longer serves me and I'm going to fucking change it. Yes. Do you feel like because I feel like this all the time, like every day. And this is the first time I've been like able to look at where I'm at. Like, wow, I'm proud of what you're doing, you mm -hmm. know. But do you ever feel like what was the question I was going to ask? I went off on a I completely lost it. You were saying, um, well, first you asked me if there was ever a point where I. Um... Oh, God. <laughs> you guys. I'm, just gonna... I'm done. I... <laughs> okay, no. This is what happens when girls talk. You look at each other and you're like, huh? What? And we talked about this. We're like, we have to be careful we don't go on tangents. And this is what happens when you go off on a tangent. But also the thing so, many good so questions. Right. So these questions, man. You get lost in the questions. Lost in the thoughts. I feel like for me, what made me really want to change is A becoming a mother. But be not like liking who I was in the oh, mirror. Oh, right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when I really started like really recognizing like, damn, this is – A, when you have a kid, you realize like whatever you're doing, you're watching. Yeah. Right? And then that made me become really self-aware because I was like, whoa, like would I want my daughter doing this? Is this still recording? So I think about like, would I want Mel Melania, my daughter, repeating what I'm doing, you know, and definitely not. So I knew right then and there, like I needed to start changing my habits and just living. And like I said before, it's not like I was out here like killing people out on the streets, but just making poor decisions, like not, you know. You want to make decisions that she's going to be proud of. Yes. I want her to be proud of me. I want her to be independent. So for like example, I was completely dependent on my baby daddy for money, you know, and I didn't want her seeing that and thinking, okay, I have to grow up. 
and I need somebody else to take care of me. I want her growing up seeing like, oh, my mom is a badass. My mom hustles. My mom works, you know. Um, it's so also to teach her that, you know, you don't want to be. Yes. Uh, dependent on a man literally that's exactly what it is you want to raise your kids boy girls you want them to be strong independent love self-sufficient self-sufficient loved individuals you know so yeah. you just become more aware of everything how you talk around them what you listen to you know like i really try not to because i a when i'm in the car i listen to coco melon or her music but i i'm careful of like too much negative music you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. their little brains mm -hmm. they're taking all that in they're little sponges and like i love me a good rap song do not i am the most ratchet girl out there like i like trap i like shape when i'm in a club all i want to hear is hip hop mm -hmm. okay but if you actually listen to it and what they're saying what oh, i want yeah. melania like no you this is not what you do to a girl yeah. you know what i'm saying like this is actually awful. <laughs> oh, the best is, you know, um, that song, that's my best friend. She, she a real bad bitch. She, yeah. she so, got her own. That's what's not me. Bad is it? My son, no. But the lyrics to that song are swearing. But my son's going around because we, we call each other best friend. So he um, walks up, he's like, that's my best friend. And I'm like, he doesn't even know what song it's from. But the funny part is, it's like the, the lyrics are so bad. I'm yeah. like laughing inside. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. <laughs> exactly. These kids are with it too. That's the last thing I need. Freaking. What's the song I like right now? That Bia song. Um, oh yeah. There's a whole. Well, I guess that's not a bad one either. Some of the songs are a vibe. I'm sorry. There is a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. Yes, it is a vibe. We're at Chrissy's house, okay? <laughs> I love that club. Honestly, that's, too. Like, that's like a mood. That is a mood. Listen, I was at a party. We're getting totally off. But I was at a party, you guys. And I love playing the music when I'm at a party because I know good music. So I take over people's. I go to their houses and I'm like, let me get on the iPad. That's usually the first thing that people say. And they're always the ones that walk away from their phone while oh. it's ringing. And the people are like, yo, DJ, your phone's ringing. <laughs> right. I'm done. I'm done. No, what I do is I play the same song over and over. Oh, yeah. And then there's those. There's the ones no. that play the same three songs. Listen, and I was and at a party with, there was a good amount of guys there. And I kept playing that song over and over. And they were like, bro, who's playing this? <laughs> this is Amanda. Oh, I'll put my music on now. I'll change it. I'll change it. Who was playing this? Literally, I was having my own freaking music video. Oh, that's funny, yeah. Well, getting back to <laughs> the point of our episode of Karba. Right. Um, yeah, so, you know, whatever you put out, you're going to get back. And mm -hmm. there are so many people who obviously are in a dark place in their life, and so they probably don't realize, you know, that... Um, you get, you that don't have hope. A lot of times when you're in a dark place, I feel like, it's so dark you can't see. I've I've definitely felt like that. I felt like, okay, this is how am I gonna get myself out of this? I mean, I always do though. That's the one thing. Usually it's like one of those, like the old saying goes, people always will make changes when they hit rock bottom. Yes. Yeah. When you're tired enough, 
you'll make the change. Well, there, yeah, they say when you're sick and tired of uh, being sick and tired, that is when you change. And you know that sick and tired feeling when you're yeah. like, dude, I cannot do this anymore. Like this is this is the last time. This is the last time. This is the last time I'm, I'm gonna put my put myself in this situation because at the end of the day. I don't know if it's this one or the first one we did. We were talking about being accountable for your actions and mo not not some bad things happen, you guys, and you don't have control. But I feel like a lot of times you reap what you sow. We you reap what you sow exactly, and you look at the situation you're in, but you're like, how did I play a part in this? Yeah, and you'll you'll find. Yeah, at least for me, I'll look back Once at situations. Once you start tapping into mm -hmm. it, you start realizing, okay, you're aware. This was my. This is what I get for you know this. You start really becoming self-aware, and I and I remember in my late twenties when I started really tapping in and realizing, like, okay, I know exactly why this is happening. Like, this is. I'm reaping what I sow. Right. And you become conscious then of like, yeah. and you really start to make better choices. Yeah. You know, treating people better, making better choices on, you know, do I want to get back at this person or yeah. get revenge? Not coming revenge. Yeah. That's a huge oh, thing or too. Do like, I want to let it go and let karma take over. Yes. Yes. Because it always will. It always will. Like, always. Exactly. And you guys, when you are revengeful and, what I've noticed when you're revengeful, it becomes like a deadly cycle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ends. It never ends. It's like, you did this. I did this. You did this. And then you know what? That becomes toxic. <laughs> toxic. <laughs> like, yeah. Toxic. And it's just a whole bunch like of. Like a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. You get in that habit of reacting and your reactions are negative and attacking and vicious. And yes. It just creates that. Hopefully our listeners can relate and they're not oh, like, <laughs> I'm sure people can relate Okay. To... Do y'all feel us? <laughs> also, I'm like, you know, there's often times when somebody does something that is just like either disrespectful or pushes mm -hmm. your buttons and you have a choice. You can either react and, and get revenge or you can let it go and forgive them in your own time. Yes. So you don't carry that baggage. And allow karma to me and my girl. Over. Me and my girl talk about this all the time because she's someone too that like I'm. I bite my tongue a lot. I pick my battles. I'm someone that does not like if someone pisses me off. I'm not to go off the deep end. I'm not like I'm just like okay that hurt. It takes a lot to piss me off. My one girlfriend, it doesn't take it. She like you say something to her, she's popping off, right? Short fuse. Yeah, short fuse. But she's now becoming aware of not being like that, and she says it's hard. She's like, listen, every day it's a battle. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> she's like, every day I want to smack a bitch. <laughs> but like you know, I'm just but the fact that she recognizes. Yeah, she recognizes and she's, and she's thinking about it, and she's not like retaliating the way she normally would. Yeah, that's and she said she feels better which i can relate when you can walk away from a situation and you didn't get angry you feel better you feel lighter because when you fight words with words you you end up stooping to a level that's so gen most of the and time you ugly can't you can you say something so bad i've done it like someone will have like I have. and you're just like oh yeah and believe me there's people that still bring me to those that yeah you point. know that point, point of no return i'm just like fuck you just explode but the fact that i recognize yeah. afterwards like okay 
even though they brought me to that point, I made the decision to react and then I get mad at myself about it. And yeah, you don't feel good. Yeah. It just becomes, so that's good that you're becoming aware. I feel like I'm doing that too. And you just feel better and you can move on. And then all you can do for that person is hope they get to the same place as you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's really just about finding, doing that self-development and you'll realize themselves. That's my biggest wish for people that I love that aren't doing right. I'm like, I just hope they get to the point where they become aware and can work on themselves, mm -hmm. you know, because there is hope for everybody. You could be right now fucked up. You yourself could be the yeah. fucker upper, you know, but you could change from that. Self-improvement yes. is never ending. We need that's what they say. Yes, every day, entire life. Nobody will ever be perfect. So every day, you just try to work on it. Work hard to be kind to others. You never know what other people are going through. You never know what kind of day somebody else is having. Yeah. And so it takes nothing to smile at another person. It takes nothing to be kind. It takes a lot of energy out of us to yes be rude Think or speak negatively to people and argue and yes. fight and do you ever notice when you go to certain drive-throughs for example the people that are like super uplifting and nice you get a feeling from them uh -huh. i know whenever i go to starbucks and i get the happy person there i i leave there like wow yeah one time someone told me to drive safe and i was like that is the nicest thing <laughs> you know what i literally it's said so that funny. i was like thank you um, but the other times when you come across the assholes, mm -hmm. you like leave, like yeah, feeling so like, fuck you. Negative energy. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, you definitely pick up other people's energy. Oh yes. So if you can just perpetuate that by being positive, you don't even realize like you saying to someone, thank you, holding the door, drive safe. How that, that Starbucks worker probably has no idea yeah. that she made my day. Bitch, I'm talking about her on the podcast. <laughs> So whoever you are, thank you. Thank for you. Your day. Literally the little things. I went on my happy drive and I was like, yeah. And you know who else has really good customer service since we're talking oh, about where? people who make your day? Uh, I love Chick Fil A. Oh, Chick Fil A. Yeah. Chick Fil A is so friendly. Yeah. They, I feel like they have to. They're like the Christian. Yeah. But it's like, you, know, you gotta be. You gotta be if you work it. It really is. It makes you want to go back. It's an enjoyable process. I'm all about customer service. That is my one thing. And I've kind of, I will always say that I've been like the friendliest. Mm -hmm. The only people that can call me a bitch are like my ex-boyfriends, but like, fuck, you know, they have no idea. But like anybody. Allowed, nobody's allowed to call you a bitch, especially not ex-boyfriends. Exactly. Like, forget them. But like, I've always prided my and my dad always taught me that he would always be like listen you're good looking so you have to treat people good you can't be out here being pretty and have a bad heart and being rude to people mm -hmm. and that always stuck with me because none of us well you can't kind of control how you look but for the most part we're born how we are we have no control over that how we look right so what we have control over is how we treat people yeah you know what i'm saying that's what we need to pride ourselves on how we treat other people, how we make other people feel. Exactly. Beauty is what beauty does. And have you ever met a girl? Does it make you feel good to make other people feel bad? Or does it make you feel good to make other people feel good? Exactly. And have you ever, I know you've met a girl like this, drop dead gorgeous. Like could be the baddest bitch in the room, right? But you walk up to her attitude and she has a stink ass attitude. Yeah. You're like, 
that girl just got so ugly to me. Like, I don't even want to be around that energy. That happens to me and all the time. Vibes are everything. Looks everything. Are only, you know, looks are only skin deep. Like. Literally skin deep. Hey, it's nice. It's an icing on the cake, right? But like what really makes a person. There's people who spend $200,000 on plastic surgery. I see them on my. A very ugly heart. I see them on my Snapchat stories. That's where I get all. That's the only time I see those stories. And I watch them every time. I'm like, what yeah. is going on here? 200K? I mean, I could see it. This shit is expensive, you guys. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but, you know, they, they still, like, they're just ugly. And ugly, and exactly. And they're just spending all of that money to cover up all of their ugly. Yes, you got to do. Inside. That is one thing I also, like, started changing about myself. So I've always been somewhat artificially. Eyelashes, injections. It's okay to have those things. It is. Still be organically you. You, it, it's a okay to have those things. But I'm saying, but people who are going into these total, you know, um, brand new faces and brand new bodies, oh, yeah. and like totally becoming somebody different, it's because they don't like the person that they are. They've inside. neglected all of the inside. Mm -hmm. And that's just as important. All the stuff you do on the outside, you have to do on the inside. And we're going to do another episode about self-improvement and oh, just yeah. on self-improvement. But, um, you know, ending this episode about karma, mm -hmm. basically treat others the way that you want to be treated. Always go into things with good intentions and a good heart and the universe will always take care of you. It really truly does. And when you start living by this, you'll notice things changing in your life. Just try it. Change your habits for a week and see what starts happening to you. I promise you, you'll start, you'll be like, well, damn, does this shit work? <laughs> your mission is to make someone smile today. I love it. Yes. Well, Bye, guys. thank you guys for listening in to our second episode on Apparently Transparent. Bye.